What up, peoples? Thank you for listening to Cheryl Talk. Today's podcast episode is about mental well-being and why we continue to look at mental health as not being a real thing and not treating mental health the same way we do physical health. So mental health is a real thing. Having a mental illness is a real thing. Uh, Some mental illnesses, some mental health problems can be treated uh, without medication. Some are too substantial uh, and too um, significant that you cannot use uh, pharmacological interventions to help in addition to and a complement to uh, therapy and counseling and other behavioral health interventions. So there's so many different mental health uh, conditions and diagnoses. Uh, I don't have enough time to get into that. It would take forever to go through that. We use uh, a handbook called the DSM, which is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. It's a massive book. Uh, It takes years to update it and get it you know, distributed and published. And unless you're a mental health or behavioral health professional, you don't know about this and you probably don't even care about it. So I won't even bore you with it. Um, Just wanted to give you that tidbit of information. So we, if a person has diabetes or cancer, or there's something wrong uh, with their back or their shoulder, whatever ails us, Most of us will go to a physician, get treatment, get a prescription if necessary, follow the treatment plan to get ourselves to a better place and feeling better. Now, when it comes to behavioral health and mental health, there's a stigma around it and every culture and, you know, every socioeconomic group uh, has their own embedded stigmas and unwritten rules about uh, mental health and mental health well-being and how you treat it. So a lot of times with uh, people of color, uh, there's a very negative uh, stigma associated with it. And the mindset is pray it away. That's all you got to do. That's just the devil. Uh, The devil's trying to take hold of you, trying to take control of your life. You don't need to see a therapist. You don't need to see a psychiatrist. You don't need to see a psychologist. You don't need to take medication Uh, with children. It's like they just need a good butt whooping and just need to go to church and everything will be all right. Now, for a few kids, maybe they're acting up and maybe some firm discipline and a nice talking to or, you know, a little baby spanking and some extra Sunday school will fix it. Great. For other kids, that is not the fix because as I've talked about in the previous podcast, if they've been experienced to a lot of adverse childhood experiences and trauma and toxic and chronic stress, uh, a whooping or a spanking is not going to get it. That's not going to correct the behaviors because what's happening with someone who's acting out in a very negative and destructive way, they've lost their voice. Why did they lose their voice? Nine times out of 10, because of something that was happened to them. It's not what's wrong with them. It's what happened to you. Um, Maya Angelou uh, talked in her uh, documentary, which was on 48, and it was in the move, movie, I Know Why Cage Bird Sings, um, about how she 
was a she had selective mutism, which was she opted to not speak because of uh, a very violent thing that happened to her and the consequences of her speaking out, speaking out about uh, being raped. The man actually lost his life. And so she felt like her voice did that. He lost his life, unfortunately, because that's the way her family chose to uh, fix the problem and retaliate and serve, you know, justice. It was not because of her voice and she had selective mutism again, another point in her life. And I can't remember what, when that was. However, um, that's an example of, you know, having a traumatic experience and how it can play out literally with your voice and losing your voice. So I'm getting a little off track. Let's get back to um, mental health well-being. So we have to um, begin to come to terms with and accept that mental health and mental well-being is a real thing. And we need to take care of our mental well-being just the same as we do our physical well-being. And how do we do that? We need to recognize the signs of uh, mental health concerns in ourselves and in others. So if there's a lot of worrying, uh, a lot of fear that is really not warranted uh, and that's excessive, um, if you or someone, you know, you're feeling very sad and very low and feeling helpless, um, on a regular and ongoing basis, and there's nothing that has happened to you to warrant that. And even still, if say you've suffered a very tragic loss or trauma, and there's, you know, in the stages of grief, feeling very led, uh, sad and low is part of that. However, we do need to come out of that. So if you or yourself or someone you know stays in a very low place, that's something to be concerned about. Um, difficulty concentrating, staying on task, troubles, uh, you know, in school, college, uh, at work, um, prolonged feelings of irritability and anger, like a lot of anger presenting as angry all the time, uh, very grumpy, very irritable for no reason at all. Um, and a lot of our troubled, uh, young people, you'll see that a person is very, very angry, very, very silent. You should be concerned because at that age, um, especially in our children and youth, you, they should not be that way. You know, you should be happy. You should be having a good time socializing, uh, enjoying, you know, life. Um, if they, you see a young person, uh, someone, even a, a young kid, a little kid who's avoiding friends or doesn't have any friends and no social activities is very isolated and very, uh, you know, just sullen and very sad. You should be concerned and you should be asking some questions to figure out what's going on and trying to get that person some help. Um, listen and, and read in the news about the bomber, the, the, the young man who recently set those uh, bombs off or people, uh, the young people who've been behind the uh, very sad and tragic school shootings, uh, depressed, angry, acting out, uh, isolated, lonely, loner, lone wolf, all those things. Those are the red flags to pay attention to. Uh, children who 
have been abused and suffered abuse, uh, may still be living with their parents, other people in foster homes, living from one foster home to another, bouncing around from, you know, different relatives' homes, a lot of instability. Look for those things and find out, you know, again, not what's wrong with them, what happened to them and how we can help them and support them and get them the behavioral health interventions that they need to get them to a better place of better mental health and mental well-being. Um, If you know that the young person, the person is having a hard time just understanding things in general, you know, some odd social behaviors, uh, not recognizing social cues, uh, socially awkward, beyond, you know, being an awkward kid or awkward teenager or figuring things out, just something is off. Um, Not relating well to other people, um, just that you, you, you get that feeling in your stomach and you're like, something's a little off here, you know. Explore that a little deeper, probe a little deeper and figure out, does this young person, does this person need some help and some additional supports beyond what, you know, a normal teenager or normal young person would need? Any changes in eating habits, you know, such as eating too much, you know, hoarding food is a big red flag uh, for something is going on with that uh, person. Not eating enough, um, you know, just a little too thin. Uh, no concern about food. That's a red flag, you know, figure out what's going on. And again, this could be a relative. This could be your own kid. Uh, this could be, you know, your friend's kids or something. I'm not telling anybody to overstep boundaries and get in people's business, uh, and go too far and ruin relationships. I'm saying in a very compassionate and a very tactful way, broach the subject and see if there's something you can do to help. That's all I'm saying. Um, so then when we start thinking about little, you know, older adolescents and we think about adults, um, any very, you know, odd, uh, behaviors around, um, around sex, like, um, some very intense or ferocious, you know, sex drive that's, uh, manifesting itself and sexually acting out, being sexually inappropriate, a little too uh, sexually aggressive with others. Um, that's a warning sign. Thinking about um, adults having, you know, delusions or hallucinations or talking about hearing things or saying things that nobody else is seeing, you know, very concerning. We need to do something about that. Um If someone's abusing alcohol or drugs, um, using that as a painkiller to numb the pain, we need to be concerned and we want to try to help and get them support and help them with their addictions uh, and the struggles around addiction before it gets too out of control. Um, With this can happen in young children as well as uh, young adults and even adults, that there are not a lot of physical ailments without obvious causes like headaches for no reason, stomach stomach aches for no reason, um, maybe even as far as like throwing up or making themselves throw up, which that is not always connected to uh, eating disorder, bulimia. Um, 
that reaction of, you know, getting sick to your stomach and wanting to throw up or actually throwing up can be uh, a response like from your vag- uh, vagus nerve. And whenever you've been traumatized or something very traumatic is happening to you, that could be the response. Um, so that is also a big red, red flag and something to pay attention to. Um, as we go along this spectrum of warning signs for mental health problems, obviously, if it goes on long enough and it gets significant enough, we can be getting to a very dangerous zone of either suicide and harm to self or even homicide harm to others. Um, and when you get into that spectrum, you're really getting into some very, very deep and heavy and dark sadness and depression. And in some people, it shows itself as being very angry, very resentful, and that can be very dangerous. Um, and if you know someone or you yourself are getting into that territory of self-harm or of wanting to harm yourself or you know about or hear about or you're thinking about harming others and possibly then harming yourself, you want to get help immediately. You don't want to play around with that. The uh, hotline for suicide is 1-800-273-8255. Again, it's 1-800-273-8255. And that is the national um, suicide hotline. And, excuse me, in a true emergency that can't wait for a hotline and somebody's life is literally on the line at that moment, call 911. Please don't underestimate the seriousness and the possibility of someone taking their own life or wanting to take somebody else's life. It's very serious, should be taken seriously, and you should use precaution. Um, It seems far-fetched for some of us to think about one of our kids or someone that we know and love taking their own life or wanting to take somebody else's life, but it really can't happen. Mental health is a thing. It is real. It's not just made up. Uh, NAMI is an excellent resource of mental health uh, resources. Uh, Their website uh, is, I think it's NAMI.org. And it's the National Alliance of Mental uh, Illness. And they have a lot of good resources. If you want to do something more local, then look at your insurance website. And they always have, usually have mental health providers listed out. Uh, If your child or loved one goes to a school, see if there is a provider in the building that's helping with mental health and behavioral health. If not, check with a school counselor or psychologist uh, about someone that they could recommend. So mental health is real. Don't underestimate it. Take care of yourself. And that includes physical well-being as well as mental. So thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for all your feedback and support. And until the next time, you know what I want you to do. Laugh more, love deeply, and live the life that you want to have. I love you to life. Bye.